Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock, along with the co-host, Challen Rogers. Challen, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, and it is wow, great to be back on the podcast with you this week. We've got a great guest coming up that we'll we'll touch on in a moment, and uh, but I think it's something everybody is really going to enjoy this week on the program. But the biggest news around the Toronto Rock, obviously, was this past weekend's result with the Albany Firewolves doing the work we needed them to do. That was beating the Rochester Nighthawks, which means the Toronto Rock will host a home playoff game against an opponent to be determined. Chal, how excited were you to see that result on Saturday night and this clinching scenario already put to bed this early? Yeah, no, it's great. Um, whenever you have another chance to play at home, it's it's amazing. And, um, you know, maybe Albany heard my remarks of them not making playoffs and I fired him up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, that was uh, – isn't great to see. I'm just happy we get uh, – solidified home playoff game it's exciting and of course uh, i'm sure if you're listening to this you probably know the playoff tickets are now available if you're a season member check your email of course your first home playoff game ticket is included with your season membership so right now you don't need to do anything your ticket is set up for friday may the 5th when the toronto rock open up the playoffs nll quarterfinals single game elimination do or die. Do or die. Do you like that format? Um, I like it when you're on the winning side of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And you were the reason why the Rock were on the winning side of it last year. One of them. <laughs> one of them. One kind of them. like the key end of the game, super important goal one. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice to win that one. <laughs> <laughs> so casual. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but in all seriousness, the playoff format, I mean, we, we go back and forth between – you know, a single game elimination, the series that we've had the two game or the two game series with the mini game in the past year and the not too distant past. Um, we're now at a situation where we've got the single game elimination to start and then two best of three series and a little bit of a curveball this year with the two games on the one weekend. But, um, you know, does. What's more nerve-wracking, I guess? Is it playing that single elimination game or just the, the playoff two out of three series? Like, what? which one's more? I, I guess maybe I know the answer to this. <laughs> Is the single elimination's a little more high pressure, but... Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I feel like it's kind of obvious to have that being a more pressure-filled one. You don't have a second chance, really, to, to make up, um, you know, ground that you may have, you know, lacked in that first game, but... Um, yeah, I mean, kind of nervous for almost every game, um, when it comes to playoffs as you should be, I think, I mean, if you're not saying you're nervous, you're lying maybe, but, um, little nerves, but you know, I think little nerves are good for you. And when you say nervous, is it more a case of nervous excitement kind of thing or is it nervous, like worried? No, nervous excitement. Yeah. I think, um, it, because as soon as that first whistle goes, it kind of escapes you, and the only thing you're focused on is what you have to do and your next play and, and things like that. But, um, yeah, I don't think it's nervous, worried. I think you're only kind of having those nerves if you don't think you're going to have success. Maybe. I don't wow. Know. I don't well, know. That, no, that's very well put. <laughs> that's very well thought out. Oh, 
that just flew out. So it was good. Nice. We'll talk more about ad libbing later on in the show. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, why don't you tell us who who do we have? Who have you booked for the program this week? Oh my! What is this fourth booking? Yeah, is uh, one of the island boys, Baby Shark, Zach Mance. All right, and I must say that, you know, a little bit of a spoiler alert here. This might be our best interview we've done so far together. Coming from you, yeah. Yeah. What, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Well, I don't you know, don't I, think of, what do you mean? Coming I think from I me? think everyone that we've done is pretty good. They've all been equally the same. But you know, Zach, right. Zach was we're a great guest. Not ranking anything. Nope. Like, Zach was a great I'm just guest. Saying that maybe there's this one right now is the the standard now. I love it. Keep right. raising the bar. Okay, that's what we do here. All right, let's get right to it and welcome the baby shark. Is that his nickname? We'll find out. Zach Manns up first here on Toronto Rock Total Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. I'm Mike Hancock along with the co-host Challen Rogers on this week's program. We welcome... Baby Shark, <laughs> Zach Mans, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks feels for being here. Feels great to be here. Feels professional up here. I'll tell you that. Now, this isn't your first time on the podcast, though, man. So nope. You were on with Doily and I. It's my second time. Yeah, I was on my rookie year, I think, two years ago. I was a lot more intimidated than I am now, I'll tell you that. <laughs> feel a lot more... Uh, you mean just because Doily's not here? Well, staring at you. That it just <laughs> was just intimidated coming up into the boardroom, man. But yeah. I tell you, I feel relaxed right now. Well, that's great. Good. That's great. Considering it's your second time on the show, we should just start with your number. Why are you number two? Oh, that's such a good question. You know what? I've never. I was never. I wasn't always number two. Like my OG number was number twenty-one. Back in the day for the Sanders Tigers uh, growing up. But then I think it got to a point where uh, I changed my number in basketball. I was I, I, In basketball, I wore whatever number. And then I think I finally got to number 11 in basketball, and I kind of stuck with it. That was my number. My All my younger siblings, they started to rock number 11 too, I think, following the big older brother. But then... I couldn't get it one year, I think, maybe in like 10th grade. I couldn't get the number 11 because the size was like really big. So I went to the number two because one plus one equals two. So that's why I wear number two. Wow. Nice. So I didn't know that. I've always, but the thing is, I've only ever worn the number two or the number one on my jerseys, 21, 11, or two. Wow. Actually, no, that is a lie. I wore number 10 <laughs> one season, but just once. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. That's interesting. I didn't even know that. That's a great start, Chow. It was a great start. Great question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, two's not like I'm not even like a huge number two guy. It's just kind of the number I've always I've stuck with since then. I don't think it's a sick number by any chance. Like I think 23 is probably a lot cooler. Thank Give you. Some props. I mean, Michael Jordan can't get much better than it's that. It's the basketball right? guy in you, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, you know what? That's a great little transition there, wasn't it? <laughs> let's see what you do with it, Josh. Yeah, no, Zach, obviously. <laughs> uh, I've seen you play basketball before. I feel like that was potentially your main sport at one point, maybe, as you nod your head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, because your brother 
is at Acadia. Yeah. Playing basketball. And I've been told, or you've said that you could have been going that route if you kind of stuck with basketball. Yeah. No, you're completely right. Uh, I wasn't always a huge basketball guy. Growing up, I kind of, I played pretty much every sport. So I was never really focused all in on one just because I want, didn't have time to do that. Um, and then it got to a point where I think after when I was going into high school, I kind of, I was really big into football as well as lacrosse. Like those were my two favorite sports, but the seasons conflicted and I had to make a choice to go to one high school that had a football program or one school that had a lacrosse program obviously chose the lacrosse route so I stopped playing football then still love playing football that was great sport it's in my top three um but then obviously going into high school I played a bunch of other sports too volleyball basketball track and field played some rugby um but basketball was kind of the main one I went towards other than lacrosse just because the high school I went to, we had a lacrosse program. So it wasn't like I was playing for like a, a club team, like a club school team. I was playing as my PE block every day. We played lacrosse. So that really allowed for to have a lot of free time to play other sports after school. Basketball being one of them. Um, my mom played basketball growing up. She was always my coach, actually, growing up. So that was... That was one thing we shared. We loved it. Funny story. She was a Steve Nash basketball coach. There was like this. So Steve Nash is from Victoria. Yeah. Went to my elementary school, actually. And uh, every year there was like this Steve Nash, quote unquote, basketball camp that my mom ran. And uh, we got to play with Steve Nash one of the years, which was sick. But uh, yeah, that's kind of how it all started was with that camp. And then moving up into high school, fast forward all that, all those years. Um, it was just like I had the most passion for it other than lacrosse. And I think the one thing was like I'd played lacrosse since I was four years old. So I, I always had the skills and like it was always kind of my main sport. And I was always pretty good at it. But basketball wasn't the case. Like I was a good athlete, but I wasn't skilled in the game. Like I could play defense. I could dribble a little bit. But I was never amazing. So I think that's why I gravitated towards it so much is just wanting to improve and be better was kind of the biggest thing. And like even then, like in grade nine, I was not good whatsoever. Put in a lot of work um, just before school, after school, working on my game, along with playing a lot of other sports. And uh, that's kind of how my love for the game kind of was brought upon me, just the grind of it. Just seeing progression. So you mentioned your mom <clears throat> quite a bit in there, and I know she's been a, a pretty big influence. Was she hoping that you uh, pursued the basketball dream over lacrosse? Um, I don't. To be honest, I don't really think they had a preference. I think both my parents probably enjoyed me playing lacrosse and basketball just the most because they're two very entertaining sports, and they're quite similar too. So. I wouldn't say she wanted me to play basketball. I think she just wanted me to pretty much do whatever I want. But those are definitely like probably their two favorite sports to watch, I'd say. The Iceman, Dan Craig, often says, I believe that basketball is still kind of his favorite sport. Are, are you the same? Is basketball 
more your favorite sport than lacrosse or no no i, I mean i i'd say i'd probably I, I mean i love playing lacrosse i'd say it's probably pretty equal to be honest but i don't get to play basketball very often so i'd say when i do play i really enjoy it have a lot of fun but i haven't played in like months yeah a bit wow. washed up now <laughs> <laughs> You don't get to play as much anymore, you know, because the turf got taken out and the, or the turf got put in. On and the, the nets were out. Yeah. And the nets were out. We used to ball all oh, the time. Wednesday. It was the Wednesday ball club after workout. Oh, those were, <laughs> those were times, man. You don't want to get in the lane when Nick Rose is getting into the rack. That's all I got to say. He's, he can get buckets. He's, he can drain shots. He, you get him feeling himself in a certain spot, he will not miss. That's the same way he was in field lacrosse. In 07. Playing attack. Back in 07. 50, 50 <laughs> in 07. That's I mean, right. hey, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of low key good hoopers in this building. Chow, even, I'd say Chow's a good hooper. I wouldn't say I'm one of them. He's, no, I'd say if you're picking a team, if you got five guys on the Toronto Rock, that you, Chow's going to be one of the guys you pick out of the five for sure. Tall. Tall, that's well, it. Tall, that's who not are the other the only, guys? You got to sell himself a little bit short. He's got. Who are finish. the other? Who are the other guys? If you're taking a top oh, five, see, no, <laughs> you can't this do this now. to me. Yeah. You can't do this. Uh see, I, I don't even know. Oh, uh, you go to top five and have one guy coming off the bench. Okay, you six man. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd say I'd, I'd, I'll put myself at the one. I'd put. See, I want to say Dan Craig because. He said he was like his team was like undefeated in high school. So and he was the point guard. So you got to think he's a point guard on an undefeated team. Like he was probably pretty damn good. So I'd I'd probably put Crager in at the two for the three. Remember he went to Shelburne High School, and I don't know if there were any other. Maybe they didn't play anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that is very no sorry, third sing, <laughs> single A. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'd put Dan Craig in there. All he's right. just a good athlete. I'm. Just, I know what he can do on the court for sure, even though I haven't seen him. At the three, I'm probably going to go with Chow. Let's go. All right. I was okay with six, man. No, no. Or six, bench no, guy. Six, man. I'll put you at the three, three and D guy, but can get to the rack. At the four, this is a toss-up. Like I, I think I'm putting Adam J as my six, man. But at the four, I'm going with Brad Cree. Like, he's just... He's a lefty. You put lefty. him in that that high post. I've seen, he's got he pretty much fade away like Dirk almost every time. So I'm putting Brad at the high four. Praise, high praise. I'm putting Brad at the four, and I'm putting at the five Dan Dawson. Like the guy can do it all, man. Like six five, got great touch. Like he could he could still be hooping to this day right now. I think in a different universe, he would be he's be in the NBA right now. Especially, <laughs> especially when he gets mad. He was like six, six eleven. Like, if he was six eleven. No, well, hey, of you weren't NBA there for career. those Wednesday hoop sessions, <laughs> Hammer. If you saw them, you'd be calling Brad Creed All Dirk right. Nowitzki too. Okay. And I'm gonna go. I gotta have two guys coming off the bench for me. Two. Okay. I gotta have Adam J. He's just he's good all around player, but don't let the man get hot from three. And I'm gonna say Jamison Dilks, very underrated wow. hooper. I'm not kidding. See, really? You, you would probably wouldn't think of him as a big ball guy, but. He's got a handle. Like he can come in, he can relieve me, he can take over the offense. He'll hit some shots for you too. But also I've, a lefty, I think. I've seen him break ankles yeah. over on that far red side. Crossover. Seriously, he's got he's got a handle. You know who doesn't make the team? Who? 
Phil Mazuka. Oh, oh, I, see when I when I think of Phil, he he strikes me as a guy who would like first shot of the day shoot it over the backboard. Like comes in so hot and just yeah. rips it off the backboard. Yeah, as like hard as just it can go. no, no yeah. touch, zero touch on layup. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> Love you. And blame something else, right? Like just this balls yeah. do pumped yeah. up, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. That's good. This is great stuff, John. Yeah, talking lax. <laughs> we could talk some lax too. We can talk anything. We could talk other sports. You know what? We're gonna talk about your nickname. Scale of one to ten, how much do you love oh, Baby Shark? And hearing it, hearing after you it. Score. You know what? The thing is, like after I score, usually I'm kind of just blacked out. So I, there's honestly, I hear it like very few times. However, I've scored very few times this year, so that may play into it a little bit. But uh, I'll give it a six out of ten. <laughs> Probably not what you want to hear. Uh, it, no, I'm fine with it. Here's the thing, though. We haven't really ran with Baby Shark as the nickname well, in a big I way, mean, right? It it's been I – mean, we obviously, it's included on social posts, all that stuff. It mainly is the goal song is the key thing. No, I like the goal. Right? I actually like, like the goal song yeah. just because you see the crowd – you see the crowd engage with it. They kind of bought into it a little bit. But yeah. the nickname for me, eh, eh. See, it can kind of just maybe eventually just evol- evolve into just the shark. I think. The shark, yeah. We could get like maybe a Jaws theme music or something. I that's think, a, that's no, what I was I think saying. the Baby Shark song stays. Or the, have you heard the Baby Shark remix? Maybe we throw that in there for a game. Shake up. I haven't heard, heard people not like that. We could. Maybe that's like the, the hat trick remix. Oh, yeah. Some incentive. I like that. Say less. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I think think it's funny. I like everyone always asks me uh, how I got the nickname and I'm always saying you can thank this guy right here along with our (laughs) social media guy, Shay. I think they, my rookie year, I didn't have a goal song. They just chose that for me and it's stuck ever since. So whenever people ask me, I tell them that's all you, Hammer. It, it, it was, I mean, oh, it literally did just come out. about. No, it's, it was Chow's idea. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you looked like you were looking for yeah, credit there. Like, yeah, finally, let like the cat out of it. You looked a little bit me. suspicious there. <laughs> no, it was just, honestly, I was looking for, I think I've told this story to you before. I, I was looking for another fan engagement song, right? Something yeah. else that people could dance along to or whatever. Something that everybody would know what to do. You didn't have to teach them anything, right? Everybody knew what to do when that song comes on. Right. And then I think it was like after shoot around, I was getting my final prep done and stuff like that before heading for lunch. And then I remember thinking, what if we use this as a goal song for Manzi? And I remember I called Shay in and I just played it. And I was like, explain the whole thing. I just explained crowd interaction, but I was like, but what if we use this as Manzi's song? I was like, I think it might work. And he was like, he agreed with me. And then uh, we put it into rotation that night and, Sure enough, boom, he scored that night. I think it was the same day we put it in. So it was, uh, yeah, great timing. And the rest is pure magical (laughs) history. (laughs) It is magic. Hearing those claps. (laughs) (laughs) It's electric. That's where we needed the video part of this podcast, right there. Yeah, we need like a, we need a, Get shit. What, like, what's Shay doing right now? He what's he Shay, doing? I don't know. He's not even at his desk. Don't so. get the tripod out. We're yeah. going video now. We're going on YouTube. Um, but 
it was weird too because I think like uh, just after we put it in, you started scoring a lot. Because I remember the broadcasters were making note of it, and they're like, "Oh, there's Baby Shark again." Like they're kind of like, <laughs> but it was it was great because it meant you're scoring. Obviously, the more uh, more times you hear it, so uh, hopefully we hear a lot of it this weekend. Yep. HL for sure. That'd be absolutely great. <clears throat> would be great. Great opportunity ah, yeah. out of us this weekend. It is. This where, is this where you queue up the game here, Chal? Or? No, I'm, I'm, I'm the co-host. I'm not the host. Well, is, does co-host mean you guys are equal, or are you the host and he's the co-host? I, I think or it's hosting co-host. co-host. Okay. I think it's hosting right. co-host. Makes sense. I, I mean, yeah, you can't, he's, he hops on the bandwagon for like four shows. You can't give him – can't be – He's been pretty solid, yet. though. Consistent. We've been on time, recording, booking guests. He's – Actually, putting together a pretty nice little track record. Have you uh, you seen any ratings boosts since the addition? Like, is there a way to uh, see that? There's been a few more plays, I would say, okay. in, in recent weeks. We're we're still waiting for a big spike, I think. So, maybe you might have to start pushing it out on your social. Yeah, I don't do that very often. So. <laughs> <laughs> that could help. I could get yeah, some more right. clicks, man. People speaking of social, you know stuff. what? Before we get into the game, speaking of social, the. Uh, Couple videos coming out recently. Austin Alexander <laughs> on Instagram. I'm sure you guys have seen them. Yeah. Thoughts? There's more to come. A lot more to come. Say less. I think I think they're pretty funny. Like and I, so far, yeah. I mean, there's been two that have come out. And uh, thoughts? I well, actually, funny enough, they were here last. They were here last week, right on Friday. Was that Friday or Thursday? Uh, last Thursday. Thursday yeah. yeah. So they were here, and literally the day before. I had probably watched like 20 of their videos. So I was like, perfect. Like all refreshed up on everything they made. And I didn't even know they were coming. Yeah. So I walked into the locker room and I saw them. I'm like, I was watching these guys on TikTok last night and they're in the damn dressing room. Yeah. So I met them. They're super nice guys. And they, they were telling me they've only been making videos for like a few months and they're just popping off. Yeah, it's been the last few minutes or last few minutes, last few months that Austin has really blown up. And uh, I think he's got some big things on the horizon. But uh, yeah, these guys, they they both played minor lacrosse in Oakville growing up. And Austin was a goalie and uh, they played with uh, Krepensek, the younger Krepensek, Nick. Nick. Yeah. Um, so they play with that age group coming up and he played, I think he last played in intermediate or something like that, but yeah, he's, uh, just, they're big rock fans. They were at the game on April 1st. We, uh, we brought them out. They, uh, threw out a, a few videos there, but, um, yeah, you might see them pop up at fan appreciation night here on Saturday as well, doing a couple things. And, uh, yeah, they've, uh, they've put together a few videos and they're going to come back and do some more stuff. But, uh, yeah, I thought it would be a nice little addition to the social media plan yeah i mean to be honest i have yet to watch them oh but like you haven't watched you haven't seen them at all well i've seen on i've seen them but i haven't seen you haven't seen the the two rock videos no yeah so but at the same time i heard them while they're doing it i was walking downstairs from the gym and then i was I heard someone screaming, and I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, that doesn't sound like anyone we know. <laughs> so I, like, stood there kind of awkwardly for, like, five minutes and listened to the whole spiel, and then I heard them be quiet for a bit, and I was like, oh, it's my time to go in. And then legitimately grabbed, like, my keys or something and was walking out, and they were starting right back up, so it was perfect timing. So I got to hear kind of the unedited version. So the plan is at some point here to actually integrate – 
some of you guys into the actual videos. Yeah, that's that's gonna be good um, content, guaranteed. One of the so at the end of the video where they're in the dressing room, um, Tom, he he's walking out and he says, "Rogers, yeah. come see me <laughs> in the office." <laughs> so that one's coming up, and someone else plays you. <laughs> Wait, someone in, in, this, in this office? Someone in this office. Not in this room. Not okay. in this room, but somebody else in this office plays you in the skit. But they're not really, like, in it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they're... They're con- in it, but they're not in it. Like, their face isn't in it, but they're in it. So I it's, think their it's, content's good, man. Oh, it's like, it it's, is so it's good. It's outside the box. Like, you don't see skits like that often. And, like, I yeah. remember the, the first one it was that I saw, they were in the dressing room, whatever, rocking their... Oakville Rangers coach. Yeah, their like hockey a, stuff like has gone address, crazy. Addressing yeah. the team after the game or something, and like just even all the small things they're doing were just so spot on. Like it's just good humor, real good humor, for, especially for someone who's been in that. Pretty much, you've we probably it's all very heard relatable, that speech right? a thousand times. Yeah. So that's that's why it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen one of their hockey ones like uh, yeah. an og hockey one yeah yeah that's about it they're good they're so relatable and uh it, it's just it's it's just pure funny and they're just bringing real life situations that like you said people have experienced and and going through it and i think you're gonna see uh you know you gotta watch that i, I feel yeah, like you gotta watch the the dressing room one all right I'll pull it up right now just like i feel like to continue this conversation you need to watch the watch the dressing room one because it, it's <laughs> it's it's good it's good they got some good information before too so they know yeah because i mean that's what we should you know tell people too right is they like you say they ran into a couple of the guys in in the room and yeah. were saying hey like what's your they got some ammo about this what's your yeah they got some ammo Tease him up for the next video. Setting I up for, yeah, setting up for the uh, for the next one coming up. So there was also the press conference one that they put out. Uh, I guess well, as is that today? Today, yes. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, they put that out. <clears throat> so uh, it, it, they've got they shot a whole bunch of stuff here. Some other stuff on the turf, more stuff up here in the boardroom, and yeah. So now, Chal, now that you've seen it, <laughs> join the conversation. Yeah, thoughts. No, it's, it's good. It's relatable. <laughs> 
It is. Yeah. Well, especially for you guys, right? Yeah. I mean, you've probably said it and heard it, so it's very, oh, very relatable. I've probably said it, honestly, sides. more times than I've heard it, yeah. even just in the past couple of years coaching. Chow definitely has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's now talk about the game coming up this weekend against the Philadelphia Wings. We'll dial into some lacrosse here. And, you know, it's uh, perhaps a slightly unexpected situation. We had a bit of an upset on the weekend with Albany beating Rochester, and that meant that the Toronto Rock clinched a home playoff game. Let's go. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we thought, I think, last week that, uh, you know, you look at a game like that, and Rochester was a heavy favorite going in. But, of course, you got to play the game, right? So uh, we were thinking that this game on Saturday was going to be a chance for the team to clinch a home playoff game. But that's already in the rearview mirror. So getting prepared for this, um, you know, you don't want to throw that trap game thing around, all that kind of stuff, because the big, big one is – is a week and a half away now in Buffalo, but uh, I guess just your mindset going into this Philadelphia game now that the script may have changed a little bit given the results of last weekend. Uh, I'd say, I mean, honestly, not you don't even really want to think about the scripts, to be honest. You kind of just want to worry about yourself and your teammates and what you guys can do every week. And I think, like, I haven't. Th- I obviously you think about like the big game at the end of the season, but I mean that's not a big game unless we win this game essentially. So you really just focused on the next game. Um, Played Philly already twice, so we know what we're going to get from them. Um, They got great goaltending. They're an athletic team. So pretty much just got to work this week, work to get a little bit better each day and go out there on Saturday in front of last regular home season game too. So crowd's going to be bumping. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, opened up the uh, Upper Bowl officially today oh. as well. So we're already up into that again early. So hoping for a crowd in that 10,000-plus uh, range again. And, I mean, right there we can maybe backtrack to that game against the Bandits a little bit and just what it was like playing in front of that crowd a couple of weeks ago in Hamilton. Yeah, uh, I'd say personally for me, that's definitely the sickest crowd I've ever played in front of, like, by far. I mean, obviously we've had some – high attendance games in the past, but just the energy in the building, you could really feel for that one. You could feel the fans were there and they, they wanted to win pretty much just as badly as we did. So you could, you can really feel it when you step foot. Like it's like that first step on after the second warm up when pretty much everyone's there is just, you can feel like an electricity almost go through your body. Pretty crazy. That's good. You get that too. You got, you get goosebumps. Oh yeah. I mentioned it last week, so I won't touch on it again, but yeah, very much the same. And the anthem. The anthem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly. Are you for, feeling the same way about the anthem? Everybody, the an- Shug and, and Chow have talked about that in recent weeks. and um, I didn't hear what they had to say about the anthem, but sometimes it does feel a little bit long, personally. Just, I just I'm just so eager to start the game. So we kind of do a lot of waiting around after our second warm-up to actually go out onto the floor. And we're out on the floor and we're kind of waiting another few minutes for the anthem. I mean, I love the anthem, but sometimes you just want to go and you want to play right away. But so what these, guys, what these guys have been talking about is the reaction and the roar of the crowd at the end of the anthem. Oh, yeah. And how that is that final last piece of energy or that last piece of juice there to get you going. I Honestly, for me, I feel like during the anthem is when I get super locked in. So... I honestly don't even really hear that roar at that point. 
obviously it's still super loud. We love our fans, but I'm just pretty locked in at that point. So I personally, I don't, don't even really think I've heard that roar just cause I'm so, I get to my spot on the crease and I'm just waiting for Chow to come in from the corner to give the pregame speech. I'm, I'm dialed in. Is there a particular pregame speech of Chow's this year that sticks out to you at all? Oh, that you're like, Oh, that was a good one. Captain. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think it, I don't know if it was the last one or two times ago. I can't remember, but it was it was good. I mean, they're all good, but the one uh, Chow and we asked Chow, we're like, "Do you think about what you say before or do you write it out?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, it's, it's different every time." I'm like, "All right, that's." But yeah, I think I can't remember who we were playing, but recently he's had some good ones. Let's just say that. And I'll say when Chow wasn't playing. Tom Schreiber did a great job too. Not, not, I'm not saying you got competition or anything. I'm just, I'm just giving Tom props. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. No, I, to be honest, I had a really good ending. I think of my last one and it was against Buffalo. Just Billy, Billy had his little speech in the room, I think. Yeah. And when Billy does his speeches or, legendary they're the best things ever yeah and then he was all upset in the room because his song wasn't being played <laughs> and it's uh run this town by rihanna and jay-z, yeah, jay-z. jay-z. Yeah. so i somehow mix that in to the end unintentionally i wasn't thinking about it i was just speaking from the heart and then i was like oh Oh yeah, that's what you said. That's tonight. what it was. That's what he said. He incorporated. That's that's next level right there. It just it just came out. But yeah, I, that's it was, what it was. It was kind of for Billy because his his bobble fist night. He loves this song, and it was just I I thought you know it just kind of calm everyone down a little bit, you know. And, then, and it worked. And then we had a great start. So. You gotta think. All, so all these, like, all these things play a part, Mike, <laughs> in these games. So you've it's now got to scoring. incorporate the lyrics of a dressing room song into <laughs> yeah. your speech. Well, it, it was put in there, I think, pretty well. Yeah, it was. It, it was. Sounds like, yeah. it was. But I would have messed it up if I had written that one down. Like it would have just been it's too forced, you know. Has there been a time where you feel like you've blown it, like at the end, where you're like, "Whoa, I, I butchered that." Oh, or, I've butchered a few yeah. for sure. I'm like, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's funny. When actually, what was it? When you first became captain, that you took over that pregame speech role, or did it not happen right away? No, it was right away. Right away, it right was away. like you're the yeah. guy. Yeah, those first few were probably. You're probably thinking about those oh, ones. So, yeah. <laughs> those are like I would write them down in my notes, and then I would like memorize them before pregame nap, and then right after nap, like wake up, obviously shower. I'm just going through it in my head over and over again, and then I'll do it at, in the game, and I'd like forget probably a third of it. Like not forget, I would just like jump a line, yeah, yeah, and then be like, oh, I missed that. So that's why I've kind of, well, I have gone away from that. You know, just have like bullet bullet point ideas. Yeah. What I want to say. Listen to the coach. Just ad lib a bit and let it fly. Yeah. Just run this time. town. It's go time. Tonight. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> you, you, did, awesome. you didn't like that one. Mike doesn't sound No, like I thought it was good. I love that song. Like that when they first uh the first time I feel like they used that 
like orchestral version of that song was one of the Super Bowls. Okay. And they did an awesome video and it's like 20, 2008, 2009 or whatever, because when my Halton Hills Jr. B Bulldogs won the national championship, brag. I had, yeah, <laughs> I had actually edited a video together for the guys on the bus. Uh, every time they got off before, when we were on a road trip through that whole run, I had taken the Super Bowl video and edited Bulldog clips into like, if you've ever seen the video, it's, it's really cool. And they, anyways, I edited all kinds of stuff from our playoff run into the Super Bowl video basically. And it was, and we won. So let's go. Yeah, it, it was, uh, it was pretty good. So that, that's why I always love that song too, because it's got an additional uh, special meaning. to it, it has a bit of meaning to me too. Honestly, it's like the first, one of the first few, when did that song come out? Did you have any ideas? Like around I, there, it would have been like around that, like 08, 09 ish time. Yeah, I so think. I would have been like ten or eleven, and I remember bumping <clears> that on my MP3 player. I think my older brother Sean gave to me. Probably had some music on there that I shouldn't have been listening to at that age, but oh my, teach their own. Nothing like some G unit on the middle school play place <laughs> or elementary school, not even middle school. Just LimeWire. <laughs> yeah computer just hundred thousand viruses because i'm going youtube the mp3 downloader just my dad's losing it he's got to buy a new computer for the house is rosie still running the music in the locker room no 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 it's no. who's yes it'll be like oh i was gonna say is it you no it'll be you got three guesses you'll probably get it can you start can i start younger guy older yep. guy Older guy? Nope. Younger guy. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Give me like a little bit of a clue. Um, lefty. That's a good clue. Good clue. Ilks. No. Zach Mans. <laughs> good guess. No. <laughs> uh, I do. I have. I have added. I, see, a I don't think it can't be Mazuka. It is. It is. It is. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see, I thought he was either gonna be your first guess or your last guess. Yeah, okay. Well wow, and he's been doing a good job. He's I'd say a major <laughs> I mean I think I feel like Chalice immediately about job. to give a mixed review here because he, like, right when I said it, you looked right at man's and being like, Are we going there? <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like there's always like set zone songs for every zones. I can't even speak. <laughs> set songs for pretty much before every game. Like we're always listening to like maybe four or five of the same songs, and then we'll have some additional different tracks in there. But I feel like there's always like a core four to five, so there's not really too much where he can mess up on. And I, I honestly can say like I don't think I've heard him play a terrible song or anything like that. I know Billy is giving him a hard time here and there, but. I think he's doing a good job. Yeah, he's doing a good job. And then, you know what? I was in the locker room uh, last game, and, like, the music's playing, and I was sitting there, like, taping my stick or something, and no one was in there. Like, no one is usually in the, the change room. Kind of like pregame, like, everyone's shooting. Yeah. Or, like, getting ready on the floor or in the training room, but, like, no one's really in the room, so it's it's easy to not mess up. True. But like Manzi said, you know, we have that core few songs, Run This Town. Um, <laughs> we used to do Rock Boys yeah. by Jay-Z, but I, you know, I haven't heard that one in a while. And that, that one was like, that was a classic for me. I love that. That was before we went out. 
That's when I had control of the playlist. But you can't give every responsibility to this guy. He already does too much. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Charles, is there anything else you want to jump into here? or? Uh... Um... No, I feel like we've had quite a lengthy. We've had a great. Today. Uh, Just uh, I, I got oh, one more okay. we can probably talk yeah. about. I mean, I'm not even a really a big golf guy, but what you guys, oh, what were you guys take on the Masters here? I know you guys probably dialed in. I, I actually watched quite a bit of it. Not really huge golf guy. I'm kind of thinking this summer might be my it's summer. A year. It's it a would year. be a challenge saying it's our year. <laughs> it's my year to break 110. His year to break 100. So I've said I'm breaking 90 this summer. But, uh, well, I was very dialed in the Masters because actually <clears throat> just before we got started here, Chal and I were talking about the Masters pool or one of the pool. I don't know if you're, you're probably in some other pools, I feel yeah, like, yeah. too. But the Masters pool that we're both in uh, and that I was uh, in first place out of what, probably about 300 and something people yeah. going into the final round. And even near the top, kind of, I, I would say almost halfway through the first round. Anyways, I started going back and forth between first, second, whatever. Anyways, finished sixth. So I was much more dialed into it than usual, but it's a cumulative thing through the whole year too. But it's a pretty good, pretty good pool. I would not say, great. in terms I mean, of top yeah, six out of three hundred. You said that's yeah, pretty, that's pretty good. Let's go a little background to that. You do every major. You pick what six, eight, eight, three, three. Oh, six, three and three, eight. Yes, yeah. Three you get eight. Two is eight. Eight yes. guys. You pick eight guys every major tournament so what six tournaments and then it's it's just like so it's based on the world golf rankings Mm -hmm. right the top you have to pick two of the top seven three of what eight to 24 something like that and then three more from the rest of the field well like all your points your your prize money is cumulative yeah so you could have a really bad first one and go off the next five and end up in the money. I finished, what, eighth last year? Which is really impressive. I thought it was super impressive. Yeah. I was I was up to, like, fifth or something going into the last one and just messed it up. Yeah. I was brutal in the first tournament of the year this year. I only had, like – I had less than $2 million in prize money, but I think I, – because I, I'm only at, like, $9 million and something in prize money. I'm, like, in 139th place after finishing sixth this week. So, yeah, yeah tournament number one was a disaster. I think you're up there pretty high right now even, aren't you? Mm, I think I'm on the first page. Yeah, well, that's – Big big fantasy <laughs> pool of people yeah. around yeah. the track. Like, every, I feel like everywhere I go, I'm just hearing about a different league. Like, I, I know <laughs> Chal, Adam, and Maddie so are always talking about their baseball league. And then when, fo- when it's football season, it's like – There's like 40 show, fantasy It's like we show up here. to the track, and not only are we – Lacrosse players, we're, we're football managers as well. Like it's, people take this stuff very seriously around yeah. here, and I, I love it. Yeah. It's the way it should be. Did you have anyone you wanted to win in the Masters? Oh, okay, so now here everyone's going to say, oh, yeah, whatever. You, I, you know what? I said my guy was John Rom before the tournament started. That's because he's probably he's one of the only golfers that I know that is probably has a good chance of winning it, and, I, and he didn't end up winning, so. Not going to say it was an impressive call by me or anything. I don't know anything about golf. Just John Rahm was kind of the first guy that I thought of. And, you know, I feel like every every tournament that I pay attention to, he's always doing well. So, you know, I, I never see him do poorly. So, why would I choose against him? I'll probably keep going with him, too. 
But did you guys see Tiger just limping around? Yeah, there, man. Like, can you, can you, we can't get Great that to guy see him a make golf the cart. Cut, but yeah, I I think he can have an exemption or something, right, to do it. But I think he's refused it. Oh, okay, I think. okay. I don't know. Just like a kind of a pride thing, almost. Yeah. I mean, I saw like he had one of his screws of his his repaired leg went through his skin oh, apparently God. yeah that i don't think that was this tournament oh okay no. okay see this is me no Jeez. knowledge about yeah. the game jason did put that out there really yeah so yeah was man, who would have thought man oh. golf physical sport yeah okay we're good joe i think we're great okay manzi well thanks a lot for joining us this was great it was uh good to talk a lot of not lacrosse hey something Sometimes you just got to take your mind off the game to get a little bit better. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But not all the time, people. (laughs) You know what? Just forget I said that. That's how you become a professional. (laughs) Just don't think about it. (laughs) Uh, Just go out and play. There you go. Just play. The famous words of Pittsburgh Penguins head coach, Mike Sullivan. And Baby Shark. And And Baby Shark. Just play. Just play. Just play. Just play. Don't worry about anything. Just go out there. Do you. Be confident. Shoot the ball. That's what I hear. Just like play. that. Freaking rights. Okay. All right, Manzi. Good luck uh, this weekend. Hopefully we hear Baby Shark a bunch yeah. of times on Saturday. Yeah. Night. Maybe. Hey, maybe the remix, too. For the hat trick <laughs> remix. Talks crazy. <laughs> maybe the remix. Put that out there. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. You guys are doing really well out here. Really like to see your success. Good job. So I feel like that's what most people say after they like all the podcasts that I watch. It's like, oh, you're on Joe Rogan or something, and then after at the end, they're always like, hey, man, I'm really big fan. Keep doing, keep doing you. So that's my message to you guys. Keep doing you. Thanks. Appreciate it. We'll just play. Or just play. Hey, whatever. All right, I'm done. All right, thanks, Manzi. We'll uh, hopefully do this again soon. All right, Zach Mans, forward with the Toronto Rock. We'll take a short break here on Toronto Rock Total Access and wrap it up in a moment. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. Mike Hancock and Challen Rogers here wrapping things up. And we are going to jump right into the listener mailbag. Again, total access at torontorock.com if you want to send in your questions. And again, we only have time to get to one this week, and then we have to get things going. So we thank everyone once again for sending in their questions. Keep them coming in. We will get to yours. Total access at torontorock.com. All right. This week's question comes from an anonymous uh, questioner. <laughs> they ask, and I actually thought this was kind of interesting, and, and, and maybe you'll have some insight on this that will surprise people. How often are players just blindly shooting at the net and hoping it's a goal versus picking a spot and scoring or shooting the ball in that exact spot? That's a very good question because I think it can go both ways depending on the situation you're in. Um, I mean, if you have a good good look at the net, I think that's kind of when you're picking your spot where you want to obviously put it. And a lot of it's kind of looking away from where you want to shoot. Because some goalies kind of look at your eyes, some goalies look at your stick and how your body's set up. But um, yeah, like what we would say, step down shooting, 
I feel like is where you're picking your spot the most. Um, kind of those late shot clock counting down, don't have much time, just kind of got to get it on net, hoping for a rebound and a loose ball. It's maybe where you're kind of focused on trying to aim at pads and or like leg pads and trying to get a good rebound. Um, but yeah, I think it totally depends on the situation. Good question though. Real wow. Good, real good question. All right. I'll be sure to pass on to that person who asked the question that it was a good question. Yeah. Well, uh, I assume they're listeners, so. <laughs> An avid listener. Yeah. Thank you for that. Sounds like you know who it is. Well, they wish to remain anonymous. Yes. But it was, it was a good question. Actually, when the question was, uh, came through, I thought, you know what, this is actually a really good question because I think a lot of fans, uh, like this one in particular, um, was a little bit surprised when I said to them that quite often you guys know where you're shooting and, and put the ball where you want it. Came as a bit of a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they thought that maybe there was a lot more blind chucking at the net going on than than there is. I feel it, yeah. No, you have it's that general spot you want to yeah. hit. But, yeah, it definitely a mix because defender can get like a little stick on your hand mid-shot and it just completely throws off everything that you're trying to do with your shot. So it could be part of it as well. But, yeah. All right. Makes me think. I like that one. <clears throat> So let's uh, let's jump into. Did you catch up on anything that you were supposed to watch last week? No, I didn't. Cause oh, come it, was, on. it was Masters. It was Masters weekend and Easter. Yeah, well, there was like Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday Masters started. All right, and that takes that takes over the weekend. Are you watching? No, we already talked about this. You still don't have Crave. We and I, honestly, this would be a spoiler alert if we got into succession and and what happened on this week's episode so we can't get into that uh i did stay over with the guys at their house friday night yeah and mix in one episode of uh ted lasso because rosie has apple plus (laughs) so obviously it was have you watched previous seasons of ted lasso or this was the first episode you ever watched no i'm like almost on the first season so did this alter the viewing experience? By I'm sure you didn't. You watched a new episode, right? Yeah, like yeah. in order that I'm in. Oh, in order that you're in. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you meant like the the whole house was watching like the newest episode. No, no, no. Or, everyone okay. was sleeping. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you said everyone go night night. Cappy wants to watch Ted Lasso. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you guys were able to get together for some bonding and uh, and you got to catch up on Ted Lasso. Yeah, it was great. I still haven't started to watch that at all. Well, Rosie got mad at me last time I brought that up. Well, we have, you, is you, Rosie coming like up? Sounds like you're getting mad at me for now. I am because the, the night agent, the night agent is is going to be worth your time. If it makes you feel better, I looked at it and almost played it. <laughs> I was that close. But said, you know what? I'd rather once again this week on the podcast tell Mike that I have yet to start watching it. Yeah. So we could drag it out another well, week. I, I, I told you. I wait for it to go off Canada's top 10 and then I'll start watching it. I feel like it might be. Is it still on there right now? Yep. Well, I think it's going to be on there for a while. Mm. It's good. It's real good. <laughs> why you have this philosophy is beyond me. Why? Well, I don't why know if it, it's, it to, it's just what I do. I don't know. It's not like I think Is it because it. you just, don't want like to be a part of the conversation when everybody's talking about it or 
Maybe. I have no idea. All right. <laughs> Getting calls here during the podcast. Got to put them on mute. I put my phone on silent so I don't get phone calls during the podcast. You're more of a veteran than I. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Thank you. Uh, anything else you want to add about this weekend's game coming up against Philadelphia? Um, no. It's just going to be a good test. Two teams that are ultimately fighting for something, so it's going to be a good battle. Yeah, this uh, battle for the rest of the playoff spots in the East is an absolute dogfight now with Georgia and how well they've played down the stretch when it's mattered in Philadelphia since obviously picking up Mitch Jones. They have been a different team, and of course the Rock experienced that firsthand. We did. Not so long ago. Not so long ago. So fresh our minds. We owe them one. Payback time, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, Chal, I got to get our playoff ticket plugs in here before we wrap up. All right. So don't forget, all of Rock City, playoff tickets are now on sale. You can buy single game tickets at Ticketmaster.ca or through TorontoRock.com by clicking on the single game tickets link. Or you can take advantage of really what is the best opportunity, and that is getting into the playoff pack. You commit to the playoff pack. It is a pay-as-we-play, and you get basically the best pricing outside of what uh, season members get. So uh, it's definitely worth the commitment because you only pay as we play, and uh, your method of payment is charged each round and as each game becomes clinched or necessary. So it's really a low-risk commitment, and you'll enjoy great savings, and you'll guarantee your same seat for every Toronto Rock home playoff game. It locks things in for you. Super convenient and a great deal as well. And of course, if you are a season member, you are already locked into the playoff pack and you already have your ticket in your account for home playoff game number one. The NLL quarterfinals coming up on Friday, May the 5th, when the Toronto Rock take on an opponent yet to be determined at First Ontario Centre in Hamilton. Also, if you can't make it to the game this Saturday, we are the TSN game of the week as well. I didn't know that. Nationally broadcast as well on Saturday night. Love that. So you can watch it on your television screen, or you can stream it on TSN Plus, all starting at 7 p.m. on Saturday night. So there you go. I think we got our plugs in. Let's go. Yeah. Where, uh, oh, where do you, you send? You know the last thing I was going to say? Because you... You used to dab quite a bit, I feel like. <laughs> did you not? You did. Yeah, when it was cold. It was... Well, actually, you know what? Even when... with that, like everyone was doing it, and then it just kind of went out of style, and then I feel like I, that's when I started doing it the most. Okay, so this is where I'm going with this. Goal celebration. No. Ah, come on. No. Why not? It's... You just don't want You want to keep low-key after the yeah. goals? I thought that would be so signature if you just Saturday night just started. <laughs> Bring it back. Maybe I'll think about it yeah. after score, and then maybe I'll think about and it. And then think about it. Yeah. And well, are you going to be running to the bench and then do it halfway and be like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Or, maybe or while I'm on the bench. That's what I was just going to say. just go full dab attack. Yeah. Once they cut to the. Up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Once they cut to your shot on the bench, if you can only see it, I think it would be awesome and go over huge. But not. All right, maybe we'll just see. We'll see. It's good. Yeah. It would be great. 
highly encouraged on this end here. All right. I'll keep that in mind. But keep the focus on scoring the goals, child. Don't worry about the goal celebration. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Anything else to add on this week's show? Um, mm. Patrick Hanley is the reason Victor Hovland did not win the Masters. Why? Because his third round, the end of his third round was so good. And I was like, let's go. Because I had him and things. And then when it comes out that, well, Juan Hovland was not playing very good in that fourth round. And then it comes out that Cantlay was taking his time shooting his shots. So that's why I think that's why I think that threw him off. Okay, him I off. it was weird because I didn't have Victor Hovland in the pool, and I'm watching him, and he looks like he's having so much fun. He's wearing that toque, and I'm like, I wanted to cheer against him. But I'm like, ah, he looks like he's just such a likable guy. You see his first shirt, first round? No, no, it's sick. Yeah, it's like a I- pink floral thing. It's cool. <laughs> I just thought he was such a like likable guy, but that was like the uh, the amateur Sam Bennett. Yeah, but he he had a little he was a little bit more cocky. He I felt like he got that way though as the tournament went on. Yeah, and then what happened in the fourth round? Just things kind of unraveled a little. Yeah, Gusta hit him. Said you can't say that thing. Can't say those things. All right, I think uh, we're gonna wrap things up right there again. Don't forget this Saturday night tickets still available. The Upper Bowl is open as well. Ticketmaster.ca and TorontoRock.com for your single game tickets for this Saturday night. Toronto Rock and the Philadelphia Wings. It is fan appreciation night, and it is also autograph night on Saturday. So after the game, you can hang out and you can deliver your questions in person to Chal to bring up on the podcast. Yeah, always we're always open for more more emails, viewer suggestions. Yes, viewer total sub- access at TorontoRock.com for your questions. All right. In the meantime, and in between time, for Chal and Rogers, I am Mike Hancock saying. That's it. That's all. Another edition of Toronto Rock Total Access is over and done with, and we will chat next week.